Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. So this one, I got a question from Ronnie via email, and he was referencing Wufu, and he said, well, stuff like this put coders out of business. And so I wanted to address this, not just Wufu, but Wix, WordPress, AI, all those sorts of different Weebly, those sorts of things that are out there, because I do get questions like this uh, pretty often, and so I wanted to just address it. And so what I'm going to be looking at is, first off, we're going to be taking a look at market dynamics and what that can tell us about whether these sorts of things will replace developers. We're also going to be looking at human dynamics, the human element uh, of all of this. And then I'm going to talk about uh, a principle you may not have heard of called feature creep and the role that it sort of plays in, in all of this and, and the direction that it gives you to, in, in learning how to be able to constantly outcompete these sorts of software and so forth. So we're going to get into all that in this episode, of course, before I do, I want to encourage you to head on over to store.johnmorrisonline.com. You can get your the coding training that you need over there, like my PHP course, my Upwork course, um, a login script tutorial, my object-oriented programming course, all of that over at store.johnmorrisonline.com. You can use the coupon code JMO at checkout for 20% off anything in the store. Also, Udemy links, Skillshare links, all that sort of thing is over there. But again, you'll be getting the training you need, but also help support the show and allow me to continue to do this for you on a daily basis. So I'd greatly appreciate that. Again, the link is store.johnmorrisonline.com. All right, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and then and, and dive into this. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the the market dynamics piece. And the thing you have to realize is about any when it comes to any market, including ours, there are always sort of several layers that that are there and those layers sort of speak to where these different technologies and you as a developer and so forth fit in so i'm going to talk about three kind of macro level layers that we can look at the first one is what you might call noobs or people that are new to the market they're they're just getting into it that sort of thing and they don't really know a ton about the the industry the market as a whole about the products available about, about all of that they just don't they don't really know what they don't know yet and they also don't know what they want because they're new to the market they don't know what all, all is available they don't have a bunch of information and so they're really just kind of dipping their toes in the water uh in that sense and often because of all of that because of a lack of information they don't want to spend a bunch of money the next layer then is what we would call the more experienced uh, customer or consumer. So they've been in the market for a while. They've done the research. They've worked, tried different products and services and so forth. And so they know a little bit more. They sort of know the things that they're not the, that they don't know that they're they're not going to be able to do themselves, etc. And they also usually are pretty clear now at this point on what they want or what they're trying to get to. And they they will, they are willing to spend money if they have to, but generally people in this area are thrifty. And I would say this this layer is going to be where most of the market is going to reside. This is the majority of people are going to be in this experience category. And then finally, you have the premium or high end. Now these people could be new or experienced, but what makes them different is that they are willing to pay top dollar for the best of the best. You know, so these are your people that are always constantly anything that they buy, 
they're trying to find the most unique thing or they're trying to find the best of the best. They're always trying to have the the best thing or the most unique thing that ava- that's available for uh, whether it's a car, it's a computer, it's a TV, etc. They're those sorts of people and they're willing to pay money for it. And they often, of course, are are usually wealthy or have money and they're just sort of looking to buy their way in. Okay, so those are the three sorts of different layers that are out there. Now, when we talk about things like WordPress and WooFoo and Wix, etc., and we'll set AI to the side for a second. I'll talk about that in a minute. But when we talk about these, these other applications or products that are out there, most of the time, these are going to cater primarily to that newbie market and somewhat to the experienced market. And the, the, the reason that is, is because it, it, for, for someone who's new to a particular industry, these things are somewhat of a godsend because they will allow them to kind of dip their toe in and, and start building something, but it won't cost them a ton of money to do it. WordPress, for example, is free. Uh, Wix, I don't know what the fee is, but I, I doubt it's like super high. Woofoo, Weebly, all those sorts of things. So it allows them to actually build a website and get something up and they don't have to spend a ton of money to do it. And the reality is, is for you as a developer, this is actually a good thing. Because what would happen if, you have to think about what would happen if, these things didn't exist. And you had someone that was new thinking about getting into a market, but they didn't know a ton about it, didn't want to spend a bunch of money. And everywhere they looked, it was either they had to hire a, you know, a developer for five grand, or they had to buy some product that was, you know, one or two grand, or they had to spend a bunch of money, or they had to do a bunch of research. What would happen in a lot of those cases, is they simply just wouldn't do it. They wouldn't enter the market, they wouldn't build that website. And so, the 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 choice here isn't between whether that person in that situation is hiring you or they're hi- or they're using WordPress it's between whether they're using WordPress or they're just not getting into the industry or the market at all as a consumer and so these things sort of are you could maybe think of them as a gateway drug in a way as they help people to get into the market and then as they use these products what they realize very very quickly is these products the reality is, is they can't do everything that you and I can do. And so as these people move into that experienced sort of area, then they will quickly start to realize that some of the things that they're going to want to do, these products can't do. And they're either going to move to a different product or they're going to hire someone to come in and help them. You know, in the case of, say, WordPress, for example, they're going to hire someone to come in and build a theme or a plugin or whatever. And and get them the functionality that they want. And that actually leads to business that likely you never would have existed because that person never would have got in because they never would have, the barrier to entry would have been too high. So I, I actually think that in a lot of cases, we should look at these, these sort of softwares as a, a benefit to us. They get people who might not otherwise come in to, to, to come into the market and help grow the market as a whole. It's that, it's that kind of common marketing fra- phrase that rising tides swell all ships. The more people in general we have wanting to build websites or have websites, the better because that creates a bigger pool. As those people want to do more, then that's when they're going to come to us to hire us. So 
as I mentioned, as they get more experience, they'll sort of grow beyond that. And then when you have the premium high-end people, they generally never want those sorts of things. They always want custom. They want unique. They'll, they'll pay a bunch of money to have somebody do it and so forth. And there's always a premium, uh, premium end of a market. If you look at cars, if you look at TVs, if you look at computers, you will always see that there's a premium end. And that premium end will always exist. And things like WordPress and Wufu and all these other things aren't ever really going to be able to to cater to that market. That's always going to be developers like you and I. So when you look at it from the market dynamic part of it, you realize that there's always a place for you. And in a lot of ways, these applications actually help pre- bring people in and make the market bigger. Sure, there are probably some projects out there that did WordPress not exist, you would have got hired versus them installing WordPress or whatever and using it. But I would say in in total, there's more work available. There's more people in here. There's more business in general because of these applications than if they didn't exist. Next, you also have to look at human dynamics. So this is just another angle or way of looking at this. So there are lots of things that people want that I would say robots or technology as we know it today can't give them. Now let me talk about the AI thing for a second. So theoretically, from what I understand, the reading I've done when it comes to AI and this whole idea of eventually us having robot humanoid robots and this whole sort of thing. So theoretically, eventually these this AI and these robots will be able to do everything that we as human beings can do. So when I talk about the human dynamic part, you could always come back and say, well, yeah, but AI is eventually going to be able to do all of that stuff. Now, I think, I think that's somewhat questionable. I think people have theorized that that's what will happen, but we don't actually know that yet. So to sort of base how we think off of that as if it's fact, I think is a little premature. The other thing about it is, is, and I know that there have been predictions that that AI will, you know, sort of pat, be able to pass the Turing test within the next decade or two. You know, Ray Kurzweil sort of talks about this sort of thing, but I think even being able to pass the Turing test doesn't mean that instantly they're going to be able to do everything that humans can do. So I think generally, when it comes to AI. The, when you look at the future, first off, it's a question mark about what that will actually look like. And B, you know, we don't, uh, the timetable of that, I still think, think is a, a ways off. Uh, and C, the reality is, is if all that happens exactly how people, uh, how people think it's going to happen, there's not going to be anything that we can do anyway. Right? We're not going to be able to compete with these superhuman robots that are way smarter than us so that can do everything that we do 10 times better. Like, There's no way you're going to be able to compete with that. That's going to, that's going to basically ruin every industry in, in a sense. And life as we know it will be completely different. So you can't really worry about that because even if it does happen, there's really nothing you can do about it. So uh, I just want to cover that part of it real quick. I don't even think about it. Don't even worry about it. I think it's a ways off. I think it's uncertain. And if it does happen, then there's not going to be able to be anything that I'm going to be able to do about it anyway. So I just don't worry about it. So when we talk about then the, the, the human dynamics of all of this, again, there are things that people want that you can give them as a human that something like Wix or WordPress or Wufu can't give them. So I just sort of listed a few and I'll run through these. Advice is one of them, right? Wix, WordPress can't give 
the the person building the site advice on whether what they're doing is the right thing to do or not, whether it's the best strategy, whether their homepage should look like this or have this functionality on it, right? It can't really do that. So it can't give it advice, direction, motivation, reassurance. This is a huge one. People, site after site after site that I've worked on, one of the common things that I ran into is people towards the end of the project would get a little nervous and scared and sort of start coming up with all these things that they want to change and fix because they were sort of afraid to finally just launch this site. And so providing them with reassurance, telling them that they have a good idea or that things are good, you know, that that whole sort of thing, you can't get that from a WordPress or a Wix. Inspiration is another one, whether it's through design and the design that you come up and it really really uh, brings to life the vision that they had and inspires them. I've had clients that have uh, told me that before I made a design. They were like, hey, can you put design together? And I put the, built a website up real quick and put the design together. And they went through it and they were like, whoa, and that it really got them expired, inspired and so forth. Again, you know, WordPress, Wix, they can't do that sort of thing. There's other sort of so there's all this emotional sort of things that you can provide to clients that you should provide to clients that a, a piece of software is not going to be able to do. There's also sort of real world things like copywriting, photography, marketing or marketing advice, SEO, all these sorts of things that while applications sort of maybe have them built in or they have plugins that you can install that help with these sort of things. You know, they're not going to be able to, again, give the the advice and the wisdom and expertise that you as a developer can give them. So, again, there's just a whole lot of this whole range of human things that you can give them that software can't give them. And this is all a part of, of the service experience. And this is sort of why I talk about that is one of the easiest ways to outcompete every piece of software out there is to have a truly unique or not necessarily unique but a truly great service experience, communicating well, delivering, uh, being clear about how you're going to deliver, delivering quickly, giving your wisdom and your advice to to the person that you're working with, uh, developing a sort of real relationship to beyond just the site. All those human things are advantages you have over WordPress and Wufu and so forth that allow you to very, very easily outcompete them. Finally, then, there is sort of a catch to all of this. And so the catch is this. When it comes to WordPress, WooFoo, etc., the reality is, is that you, you have to be better than them, right? So they do provide what I, saw, I would call sort of a floor for the market. And, and this is this classic idea of feature creep. So if you think of cell phones, and, and I was alive when this happened, so I know this, when they first came out, the, the ability to make a phone call on a device that wasn't hooked into a landline, right? To make a call while you were mobile, that was the feature. That's all they did. They just made phone calls. Now, the talk part of a, of a cell phone, that's sort of an afterthought. And we think about what the OS is or how good the camera is or how fast the processor is or what apps we're going to get, all this sort of thing. The talk feature has, has crept from being revolutionary, this new and revolutionary thing, to being sort of mundane and expected. It's just sort of an afterthought, like it has to work. Well, that sort of thing happens with every product. You can look at it when you look at cars, right? When cars were first invented, the feature was that you could drive in this thing. (laughs) Now it's 
you know, what color the paint is and how the curves look and what sort of engine it has and, and does it have, uh, you know, Apple Car or Android Auto or whatever installed in it and all these sorts of different things. So, uh, and the actual driving part is expected. It's mundane. Like the, if a car company came out and said, our car drives down the road, like if that were what they were highlighting, it would be like, what? That's weird. It doesn't make any sense. So again, it happens with every single product and it happens in our industry as well. So there's sort of this floor that's constantly being pushed up by feature creep, this floor of sort of what's expected whenever a particular product is being developed, when a website or an application is being uh, delivered. So there's a floor, but there's also a ceiling, right, of, of kind of what's possible at any given time, uh, given the current technology. And so from the floor to the ceiling, there's sort of this range that is kind of the sweet spot that you want to be in, where you're giving people stuff that's beyond the mundane and the expected and so forth, but it's also within the realm of possibility. And site or applications like WordPress and Wix and Wufoo and Weebly, etc., these are sort of the indicator of where that floor is at. Because if it can be done in a sort of automated way through a piece of software that is used by millions and millions of people, then it's just natural that the market as a whole will just come to expect those sorts of things from anything that you might build. So if you're going to if you were going to build a CMS from scratch, people would sort of expect that it can do similar things to what, say, WordPress can do. And so, again, that, that sort of represents the floor, and you need to be able to be above that floor. So, again, there, there's, there's a catch to all of this in terms of you have the advantages of the human, and there's things that you can give, and the market dynamics and so forth. The catch is you can't be below the floor, though, right? You can't be capable of less than what WordPress is capable of. And now, again, to, to, to a caveat to the caveat is, is you can use WordPress, for example, in building your projects, and now you're instantly sort of at floor level. And then if you can build on top of that through design, through through being able to add functionalities through plugins, through being able to, to give good advice and wisdom and maybe you're a marketing expert and SEO expert, et cetera, then now you're building on top of that. But you always have to make sure that you're above that floor, you're able to deliver beyond what those sort of pieces of software are are able to deliver. Otherwise, why would someone hire you versus installing WordPress if you can't give them anything more than what WordPress can give them or Wix or whatever? So again, it's just something that you have to, to keep that part in, in, in mind. So that's sort of my whole thought on, on on all of this, again, there's a whole lot of market dynamics, human dynamics that that make give you a natural advantage over these things. But you always have to keep feature creep in mind. And my advice to you is just keep an eye on what's going on with these pieces of software and the market in general. Just sort of, it's not something intense that you have to do, but just sort of keep up on what sort of things are able to be done and realize that you have to reside in that sort of sweet spot and that there are ways that you can provide value above and beyond what a piece of software can provide that they'll never be able to provide. And there are consumers out there in that experienced and, and high-end top-end level that are willing to pay for those things. And so if you can put yourself into that category, you will always be able, and, and it'll constantly move, but you'll always be able to outcompete 
Wix and WordPress and WooFoo, etc. Until the day that robots take over the world, you'll always be able to, to, to outcompete that stuff. Now, of course, the, the sort of built-in thing to that is you have to have the skill level to be able to get above that floor, right? That's the, that's the whole sort of uh, linchpin that all of this, this rests on. So if you want to get to that level and, and, and get, to those, get those skills to be able to do that, one of the ways that you can do that, in particular when it comes to, say, something like WordPress and, and, and some of these other app, big applications that are out there, is by learning PHP at a really mastery level because so that you can create those plugins. You can you can install WordPress, say, if you want to do that, and understand how it works from top to bottom. Understand how to manipulate it to the to the way that you want and and be able to to build plugins that build on top of it that give that extra value. Or to be able to build your own CMS that you think is better than WordPress that can do things, it's more streamlined, it's more efficient, or it does things better, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever it is, you got to get to that skill level to be able to do that. And so, again, that's why I highly recommend taking a look uh, at my full PHP course. You can actually go to store.johnmorrisonline.com. Right at the top, you will see sort of a banner where you can get my main PHP courses for uh, it's like 17 bucks right now. It's like really, really cheap. Or you can click through and there's a link to get it over on Udemy as well. So anyway, I encourage you to, to check that out. Again, at store.johnmorrisonline.com. If you want to go directly, you can go to johnmorrisonline.com slash PHP and learn more about the course and actually get those skills to be able to outcompete all of these other uh, pieces of software that are out there. So All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with someone who maybe has the same question or has been worried about this sort of thing. Maybe it'll help them to to sort of get over that. Also, if you want all the past episodes, links to subscribe on iTunes, TuneIn, Android, all that sort of thing, you can head on over to johnmorrisshow.com. And finally, if you'll leave me an honest review of the show, show over on iTunes, I will give you module one of my PHP 101 course for free. All the details for that are johnmorrisshow.com. Simply click on the start here link at the top. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.